0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast on UndertheKoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex and Bernie is here. Hello, Alex. Bernie, you have uh enjoyed a great victory and suffered a great defeat. I'm gonna ask you about the defeat first. Um
1: Yes, I've not gotten over the defeat. Uh <laughs> it's it's the it's the way I, f- I feel as deflated as when. My man, OGS got sacked, and I didn't want to look at anything football related for a while. Mm. Except in this time, I'm so defeated. I'm staring at everything political all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was yeah, talking I, about the last year elections,
1: which didn't go my way. Mm.
0: Didn't really go anyone's way. You you know what
1: it's like? It's like you, and this is the literal. People need to understand that they brought in this technology that's supposed to make everything more transparent and obvious for people so that they can understand how the polling works. They were literally uploading like results from the polling units so that you could all see, here's how it worked, guys. We're being more transparent anywhere in the world. Does that mm. sound like something? Does that ring a bell for you, Alex? At football parlance? <laughs> it sounds like VAR, right? And they still VAR got for the, elections. Exactly. And they still got it wrong in many many places and acted like it didn't matter which sounds exactly like var to me so we're more upset because you gave us more information
0: <laughs> right right we, we've been able to see more clearly how badly you've messed this up yeah yeah so. uh well i'm sorry because uh i know the pain and it's long lasting obviously because these things take years to fix but um At least football will always be there to distract us from the world's stupidities.
1: Amen for football. As long as you got a little, you got a little
0: distraction the other day with the the Carabao Cup final, uh, which I believe you spent in a pub.
1: Yes, uh, yes, uh, we went to. So Rochelle and I went to uh, the Madison, uh, famous old university pub. As far as as far as we're concerned, Mm
0: -hmm, Uh, sticky floors.
1: Very sticky floors, creaky, creaky stairs still. Um, that's the, we used to go there in university. So I, last time I was actually there, funny enough, was the, when match United came to Roger Center in 2010 or 2011. Oh, I'm really yeah. Sure it was. That was the last time I'd been in that pub. So Was that the pre-drink? No, post.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it went mm. after
1: the game. So it was myself, my brother, and Roche. And I And I don't know, maybe that's why I had a really good feeling about this. Like, I was not worried at all. And until the game started, then we started playing like crap. But yeah, I wasn't worried. But it was interesting because you're in a pub with, it felt like, 100 people packed really closely together in this post-pandemic world. That's slightly weird uh, for mm-hmm. me. Uh, and then also I realized I can't see the game very well like the angle you know <laughs> I'm watching around. it at is like very weird if you didn't get there on time and I can't really hear the commentary because like I like commentary cuz not that I care what they say it's just the atmosphere around it helps mm-hmm. when you're if if I'm in a stadium that's a different thing to me right but I realize these are all things that I maybe didn't care about a couple of years ago that I care about now
0: <laughs> mate I can't watch football with like more than a couple of people, and they have to be people I really like.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like basically you guys are my dad. That's basically it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's weird to want to know what's going on, right? like and yeah. then then there are people just screaming, dumb shit. Oh like, mate. And I mean, I'm not even talking about chanting. like chanting is fine. like i I love that part, except they kept singing the same song over and over again until myself and Rache started to get them to sing other songs. Which and song were
0: they
1: singing? They were singing, um uh, oh, God. There's one about city. N- not the shag a bucket and a big hole in it. Right, there was, right. There was right. A, there's another one, which I can't remember okay. what it is now. But they were singing that. And I was like, guys, let's change it up. We did uh, uh the Cantona one. We'll okay. drink, a drink, a drink. drink and a then drink, someone there. looked at us yeah. like, thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. It's a bit weird to spend your whole time in a cup final against Newcastle singing a song about City. There are obviously no City fans around because there aren't that many. And they're certainly not here.
1: Yeah. I can't remember the song, my God. But it's like, oh, why won't won't City fuck off home? That one. Um, I'm like, okay. The U-N-I-T-E-D United all the team for me with a nickname. Okay. How do you work? Give a dog a bone. Why don't City fuck off on that one? And I'm like, right. come on, guys. We've got better stuff than this.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then Alan Shearer got came on screen. Alan Shearer came on screen and were like, you know, the You Are My social the, the, the that one about Alan Shearer was fucking there. Please don't take. I'm like, great. Like Now let's get into the schools sk- and the rest of it and the keynote and it was great. But it, it, overall, I had a lot of beers at the end, <laughs> and, it, and it became more fun with the beers. But uh, sober, I would have hated my life. But hey, United won the Carabao Cup. There's, there's, It was a good experience overall.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, last time I watched a cup game, uh, well, a United Cup game with you in a pub, I think, would have been in Amsterdam. No, Berlin, mm-hmm. sorry. Um mm-hmm in which uh, you had a couple and uh, and called a bunch of Dutch people. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember why. There was a big, loud contingent of Dutch people in this Berlin pub, and you were not having it. I, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I can't.
1: Listen, it's Germany. I love my Berliner Pilsner. It's one of my favourite beers ever. And I had way too many. And also, it was... I think extra time. It was a Martial winner extra time, or at least like injury time kind of thing. And then I yelled at people who were cunts because they were annoying us the whole time. So yeah. you know, I think that's par for the course. <laughs>
0: yeah. It worked out though because they were too jolly and drunk to even notice. So and they probably fine. thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably. Oh, the Van Hal era. What days. Yeah. What days. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, when that game started, I thought. Um, it was looking like it was going to be a cracker. It was going to. It was looking pretty even. Newcastle were up for it. They were getting Allen saint Maxwell on the ball a lot, um, and then basically it, it sort of petered out because you know as slowly, United started to play better and take control.
1: Yeah, it it was funny because I don't think United played well at all in the first half. Really, they played in a couple moments. Um, Casemiro, Rashford, uh, deflection, great, and then. I, and part of the reason why they were crap was because St. Maximus was having a lot of fun. And if he's having fun, it's a very big problem. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Delo was having a very rough time. And then they brought the cheat code in. Wamasaka <laughs> said, lock him up. And that was the end of, of their attack. And that was the end of him. So, you know, well well, well done to uh, Eric for realizing that there was a disaster situation that had to be averted.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah it was routine in the end uh, which is sort of what uh, what you'd predicted before that um sticking with the cups fa cup fifth round mm-hmm. manchester united against west ham went one mm-hmm. down came back again comfortable
1: yeah again not this playing this must be getting well. boring it, it it i mean i i love a comeback you know that and if we're going back to being united of old, then you gotta have a comeback in you, right? So this is this is very very nice, but they're just—it's weird—they're not
0: playing well, like at all. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> and, they have moments. They just have moments, and they have enough of them at the moment to see things through.
1: And I know it's—it's. I don't care. Like pe- people, people really made a big deal about this for a couple of years. I don't really care about this. I find it entertaining in its entirety, you know, but I will tell you they're not playing well. And especially if Rashford's having a hard time or not there, they don't score very easily. Although Veghorst hmm. barging into people and pressing the hell out of people is causing us to <laughs> score goals, I'll take it.
0: Veghorst cool. is my favorite thing about Manchester United at the moment. He's trying so hard to score a goal, and no matter what he does, he can't. But somehow, it usually ends up with someone else scoring. Like exactly, the, the Garnacho goal. Like Veghorst absolutely should have passed it to him. Instead, he has a shit shot, which gets blocked, and then Garnacho whips it into the corner. Uh, it's it's very funny.
1: Yeah, and then and then Fred's goal at the end. Well, actually, in the 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 own goal that West Ham scored, he tried to take he tried to claim it, and they watched the the replays. Like, mate, you weren't near Not it. You. Yeah. <laughs> and then Fred's goal was him hustling, like I, and and pressing and getting the ball back. I appreciate it. You know, the the guy, like you said, it's a little bit like that kid who tries really really hard, and you love him because he tries really really hard, and you want him on your team mm-hmm. just because of that. I'd sign him for five million as my third choice striker. I would, I really, I, um, yeah. I really would. Why not?
0: Absolutely. Look, listen. He's a he's a team player. Uh, it helps having a tree around when you need it, and um, he's got a funny name. So all in all, you can't really go wrong. Um, Southampton got knocked out by Grimsby. That's fun. Um, Fulham beat Leeds. Uh, you know what? Um, it's not a great time to be talking about israelis but manor solomon is absolutely smashing it i saw a mad
1: goal and yeah. i was like who is this person like i i've I'd never heard of him before and i was like i saw Israeli flag on the on the tweet or whatever i was like who is this <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> so he he was so israeli winger um nippy plays on the left cuts in he scored two identical goals in the last two games off the bench um He was one of the guys who was at Shakhtar and was allowed to leave because of the war. Oh, okay. And so Fulham basically got him for nothing, or very little. Gotcha, I gotcha.
1: Good good, good, good for him.
0: Good for him. Elsewhere in upsets, Blackburn beat Leicester City, which is funny. Um, Manchester City beat Bristol, which is not funny. Um, And in the funniest result of the round, I think, Sheffield United beat Tottenham one 0 um, in which Davinson San- Sanchez fell over twice without anyone touching him. It was like it was as if he'd been shot. You know, you know when you see on on Twitter someone falls over and, and they kind of make a little video of them being mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. It was it's amazing. If you haven't seen it, you've got to go see it. Someone passes him the ball and he literally just falls over. <laughs> it's amazing. He's so bad. Alex,
1: you, uh, need to, you 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 have to write the caution apology for Demetrious Sanchez. By the way,
0: no, nah, I think I'm suffering enough.
1: No, no, no. We demand a written apology.
0: Did you Absolutely. did you apologize for Soldado or Kagawa?
1: I went on a I did a monologue about Soldado. <laughs> I will never apologize for Kagawa, but, but Soldado, I man, I basically hosted SNL apologizing about that. Apologize <laughs> about that. <I>
0: <laughs> fine, fine, fine. The first year he was at Spurs, I thought Sanchez looked mint. And it turns out it was just because he was playing next like to Jan Vertonghen and, and Toby Alderweireld at their peak. <laughs> and he was just sweeping up without really much to do. And he's absolutely one of the worst defenders I've ever seen in my life. Uh, him and Soyuncu, I will I will wear. Although, Soyuncu's just got a move to Atletico Madrid in the summer. And if that can't fix him, nothing will.
1: Yeah, they're they're they're, uh, <laughs> they're just going for Premier League rejects at this point. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Doherty
0: there. and soon amazing. Um, speaking <clears> of bad <throat> defenders and Spurs, uh, I did catch this tweet, which really cracked me up. So some Spurs fan had put together uh, starters in defense the last seven times we've been knocked out. I assume of the FA Cup, sixteen seventeen Dyer, seventeen eighteen Dyer Davies Sanchez. 1819, Dyer Sanchez. 1920, Dyer Sanchez. 2021, Davies Sanchez. 2122, Dyer Davies. 2223, Dyer Davies Sanchez. <laughs> Unbelievable. How are these guys all still there after like 10 years?
1: <sighs> this is why Spurs can't have nice things. <laughs> this is just exactly why.
0: And Lloris, of course. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Well, Fraser Foster was in goal today, but that's not really much better. Although, like, all of these players, well, most of them, played very well on the weekend when they beat Chelsea 2-0. But this is just what this club does. So I love it. I love it.
1: I deserve.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I think I need, and I think I deserve. Um, That. I think is it for the FA Cup. Uh, United have Fulham in the next round. City against Burnley. Sheffield United against Blackburn. And Brighton against Grimsby. Oh! uh, Brighton played Stoke. And Stoke were trying to injure the Brighton players. um, And they were getting all racist about Matoma.
1: Ah. What were they saying about Matoma?
0: Anime hair.
1: Oh, come on!
0: Oh that's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah, not good. Um I, it, it's funny, I thought like maybe I kind of gave Stokes the benefit of the doubt. I was like maybe they were just dickheads in that whole Pulis era and once Pulis left and the whole bunch of different players it would be different, but apparently not. That's sad. Yeah. Um do we want to move on to the Premier League? Well, actually before that, are Manchester United going to play Manchester City in the final, and are you going to win the FA Cup? Will you do a cup double?
1: Um, We will end up playing Man City, and we'll do them on the counter-attack. So, yes, there will be two cups for Manchester United this season, and a top four place. Uh, yep, that's, that's, that's what's going to happen.
0: One club, two cups.
1: See, if there's three, I want... Uh, um what's his name? Sabitzer to do this three three fingers thing that Ander Herrera did for Jose Mourinho because that would actually be the legitimate three trophies.
0: Oh man. Who was the last person that did that actually won three trophies? Was it Benitez? No, it was Pep. He oh. won uh
1: Premier League Premier and League, Domestic cup. FA cup. He said he won a quadruple, but I don't know if that's because they won a charity shield. Or community, it was. They were a community shield, so he felt that they did the quadruple. That was when Alex, the the, the clip from the interview where they were like, "Oh, so Roberto Mancini, you asked me this when I just did the quadruple? You uh, ask me this? Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes." Roberto Mancini, mate, he's made the news again. Speaking of. So obviously, he was in the news the, the The thing you're referencing is that Mancini took two salaries from Manchester City when he was their manager. a normal one and an under the table one mm-hmm so good for him, I suppose um, and then so listen, if you're in the football Twitter sphere, you've probably seen what Napoli fans are doing in a misguided attempt to honor Victor Ossiman. Mm-hmm. Yes. with putting blackface on their children and dressing chocolate cakes up with masks and stuff. It's mental. Anyway, Roberto Mancini defended it. Mm-hmm. So that's the national team manager of Italy.
1: You know, these Italians are very interesting. So he defended that, right? I know we don't want to harp on this, but I, I then saw a video of Andrea Pirlo, talking about racism in Italy. I don't know if you saw this. I don't. Right. He was basically saying that yes, racism is so wrong. It's really, really wrong. Uh, but uh, if okay. someone says something racist in the heat of the moment, it doesn't necessarily mean that person's racist. And I was like, I, cool. I, I I don't know if I want to debate this. No. Just just let let that one like Andrea let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> You just, that's a, a no comment is all right.
0: <laughs> Take that one out of your arsenal of arguments, perhaps.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: All right. Premier League. Uh, Bernie, I told you Arsenal are going to win it. Arsenal's still going to win it. They're absolutely bloody amazing. And they've swashbuckled Everton aside, 4 0.
1: I'm still amazed that, like, n- not because I have super doubts. I'm just amazed that, like, you're still putting it out there for everyone to hear <laughs> so that when it doesn't happen, they can ridicule you. I'm really amazed that you're going with that. But you know what? I'm very impressed by it. By it. Well done. Well done.
0: I, I'm, I'm very confident. Um, I don't know if you saw this. I mean, I know it's Everton um, who look better under Sean Dyche, but obviously you're still playing Michael Keane. So how much better could you possibly be? Um, and the first the first 40 or so minutes was not... It's not that convincing, but after Arsenal got the first goal, they just absolutely swept Everton aside. Um, Saka, I mean, the kid just gets better and better every week. Mm -hmm. He's absolutely phenomenal. I mean, he's just doing things that we haven't seen before. The first goal here, he turns... I mean, Everton defending is shocking, but his turn is perfect and his drilled right foot finish into the roof of the net. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's the Aguero finish.
1: It was incredible. The the way the way he spun around and, and the close control of the ball. It it was very, very impressive. And you know, he's he's doing very, very well this season. He's got ten goals, I think is that his highest ever or something like that? Like he's doing very, very well for him.
0: Probably is. Eleven assists I think as well, like In all competition. He's contributing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And of course it's more than the stats. You know, I have to point that out for that Um you know, he's he's just a, he's just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And Martinelli got a brace, so he's woken up finally, and it seems a slight position shift his or whatever Trussard is doing <laughs> is woken <laughs> was woken him up. Um so that's good timing because that means you've weathered the Gab Gab Jesus storm. Odegaard mm-hmm. scored a goal, so he's maybe coming back. So now it feels like you're possibly picking up form at the at the right time.
0: I think so. And and the Martinelli point is a a good one. So, obviously, for the last couple of games, Nketiah's been dropped, well, rotated out, I think, at this point. Um, And Trossard's come in and played kind of centre-forward, slash false nine, whatever you want to call it. And it's just provided a lot more flexibility. For a while, Martinelli looked a bit... out of sync and stuck out on the left like hugging the touchline and this this kind of change has uh, afforded the front three a lot more flexibility and a lot more rotation and mm-hmm. i think that's benefited them a lot as you saw with the the martinelli goal um today so well the second one i think so yeah it's it's working out Jorginho, i mean he had to come off at half time today but in general that's working out um and i want to give a quick shout out to uh, to gabriel as well Ooh, uh, i going to say <laughs> never I've,
1: oh. I was so scared
0: <laughs> not in a positive way anyway uh, no I just think Gabriel's been phenomenal um, mm-hmm. especially with I mean Saliba is a beast right but he's also extremely young and so to kind of do your own role really well and coach a young centre back through a whole season this successfully I, I think is really quite impressive Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I agree. I agree. He's all, all, all in all, you know, he, he's a, he's a nutcase, which, which we know of. Um, but the simple fact that, you know, I think he's, what was it? There was a game that he basically cost you recently or almost cost you. I don't remember what it was. Almost, now. Yeah. Um, he's, he's make mistakes, but he comes back from it and that's all you can ask a, a nutcase like him uh, to do. So, um, well done. Well done. Uh, Mart- I will just looking at the, ta- not the table, the stats, and mm-hmm. it's very impressive. Uh, let me see if I can get it here. Uh, it's very impressive when you look at Arsenal's stats in terms of uh, Martinelli has 11 goals, I think, in the Premier League. Where are my stats? Here we go. Yeah, he's got 11 goals. Saka has 10. So you have two mm-hmm. in the top 10 and you're the only team to do so, which speaks to the like the fluidity of the attack, mm-hmm. which is obviously great. Um, and Kessie will never get there. We know that. <laughs> uh, and no, I'm impressed. Gab Jesus has, still has five assists. He's still eighth. And Order Guard has six. So there's the fluidity in the front is definitely there, and the solidity of the defense as well. Of course, Ramsdale has the second highest number of assists behind Nick Pope. Everything is working. But mm-hmm. here's why I I, quite, I wonder why you're so confident in this. And we've got time to burn a little content, so we might as well do it. Bournemouth. Uh, you're Bournemouth, you'll smash them, that's what you play next, no problem. Fulham, I can see you beating them, although Willian might resurrect the goals. But hey, I, I, think, <laughs> I think you'll win that. Palace at home, you'll win that. Leeds at home, you'll win that. So going into April, it's going to look very, very good. But whoever mm-hmm. did the, what happens next to you guys is a criminal. Let me just say it right now. Like, it's an absolute... It's unfair what they um, did.
0: Before you go into it, it's not just Arsenal. I know I know where this is going, and it's not just Arsenal. The The fixture list for April for the big clubs is wild. Like,
1: who's responsible for this? <laughs> like, uh, le- 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 the, the problem is yours probably. is... They really tried to give us, like, a a, a run-in, and they succeeded. But I, I want to go through yours because I think yours are complicated by the fact that a lot of these games are away from home. Go so, on. West Ham, we know that's never an easy game. Whatever. Oh come on, mate! They're fighting for their lives. Sweaky bum time is not going to. Declan Rice
0: is going to conscientiously object to playing in that game because he's because right. been joining us. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I, I
1: even forgot to start from Liverpool, who are starting to win games again. You're playing them at Anfield. Listen, okay. I think they're shit, but eh, tough one. Then you go sure. West Ham away. Okay, let's see Southampton. You smash them. City, then, away. God help me. Now, listen. Neither Arsenal or Chelsea is winning this game. It's ending nil-nil because Graham Potter just likes to draw. So, it's going to be a draw between you and Chelsea. And then, Newcastle away. Ugh. Come on. That's not fun.
0: That's not so fun. There are I tough think I've people. got a tally of... So, I'm going... I'm going... Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, sorry, go through them once again quickly.
1: I'll go through the hard ones because I don't care about the rest of them. Uh, okay, you want to give me score lines? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Liverpool, Arsenal uh, 2 2. 2 2, okay, high scoring. <laughs> uh, West Ham, Arsenal
0: uh, 2 or 3 0, Arsenal. Arsenal are winning.
1: Okay, uh, I'm not going to go Southampton.
0: Man City, Arsenal at the at head 2 1, City.
1: 2-1 City. Okay. Arsenal and Chelsea. Arsenal's at home.
0: 2-0, Chelsea, uh, 2-0 Arsenal. Newcastle, Arsenal, Newcastle at home. For me, that's actually the hardest game. Newcastle away, I think, is the hardest game. Uh, they don't that concede. might be a draw. Yeah. That, 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 that may well be a draw. Maybe they even nick it. I don't know. My, my feeling is that these games won't matter that much. I... I don't think City are good, and I think the run that you mentioned before these games start throughout March is mm. relatively easy enough that Arsenal are going to have a barrier that will allow them to slip up a little bit in the in the last month.
1: That's if they possible. need to. So let me go through City's one.
0: Okay,
1: Man City against Liverpool at the other hand. Look, I don't think I think City are bad, but I think it's <laughs> like April the Like I think I think it's. I, because it's a home game, I think City will squeak this out, especially in April when it's going to be do or die. I think they'll do that. And then the only other game that's hard, because I've got Southampton, Leicester, and Brighton, which I don't care for, Mm-mm. is Arsenal at home, which I think they'll win. And then they play Chelsea at home, which I think they will win again. That's it. There's so, That's okay. it for them from April to May.
0: They won't beat Brighton. Brighton are, the, are one of their bogey teams. But but other than that, yeah, yeah, it's, it's relatively easy for City. But again, they have to be in a position where it matters, and I'm not convinced.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe uh,
0: yeah.
1: another team from Manchester is, is in the race. Who knows? I don't, I, I don't believe it's this possible. for the record. I don't believe I, this for the record.
0: But. You could be in the race right. for a second. I, I will say that. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: I I just I don't look look. It's I know it's easier for for my lot, but like, nah, nah. We, I mean, it would mean we have to win every game, which we're basically doing right now. So at the
0: moment, at the moment. Um, before we go on to Liverpool, we did we did get one question in about Arsenal. Um, so current at current BOP on Twitter says, "What should Arsenal do with Flo Balogun?" Um, I think this is an interesting question. So Balogun is obviously um, smashing Liga right now. I think was is he still top scorer? Hang on, Liga top scorers. Just double checking. He is not, but he's third. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mbappe has seventeen. Jonathan David, our boy, has fifteen, and Balogun also has fifteen, playing at Real. So what do you do with Flo Balogun? I think you probably. loan him out for another year is is my feeling i think Enketia only just signed his his new contract i think he'll want to play in the champions league even if he's backup striker like he, he signed on to that role knowing what the knowing what the job was and i think he'll do it for a couple of years before he gets sick of it um and i also just think as promising as Balogun is i don't know that you can bring him in as number two for a champions league season based on one season of good performance And generally, I'm a bit wary of strikers having one good season. I think show me at least twice in a row that you can hit 15 goals and then then we're having a conversation.
1: I agree. I think loan him or if you do get a good enough offer from the Bundesliga, because that's the next place. Uh, For example, I don't know what RB Leipzig. Well, they're looking at Jonathan David, we know. So maybe they, they look in that direction as well, for instance, or Dortmund, maybe. I know they have a holler situation. Um, maybe they look there. I could see 20, 25 million generated from that. And do you turn that down? Maybe. I don't know. Do you, If you think that he's going to perform really well in the second season on loan, then sure. Maybe then he becomes a 40 million player. Mm-hmm. But if Gab Jesus is still your number one striker, and he's not hes not old, he's still pretty young, I think. He's like, like 25 24, or something. 25, something yeah. like that. So if he's your main guy for a couple of years, he's not going to sit on the bench at all if he's killing it in League. So, yeah, I think either way, you loan him now or you sell him now. But that's an asset. And right now, as much as Premier League clubs are spending money, they also do still need to sell. True. So... Yeah, I, I think he's an asset, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that for him or for Arsenal.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Or I, I suppose you could sell with a buyback, which is which is kind of the new, the new trend.
1: Yeah, yeah, you could do that, and I think German clubs would wouldn't mind that at all. They're no. okay.
0: Yeah, if they they're fine with their squad planning. Like if if they know they're getting X amount of money a couple of years down the line, they'll they'll scout someone else, in, in the meantime, like sensible people. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Liverpool, as you said, they're winning games now here and there. They beat uh, Wolves 2-0. Um, different, well, listen, I only saw the highlights, but there was a bit of a different feel around around the way Liverpool were playing, it seemed to me. Um, and then I looked at the lineup and saw um, a starting front three of Salah, Jota and Nunez, and I felt better about that. Um, midfield, Fabinho, Berchatsic, and Elliot still a bit dodgy. Canate back in the lineup seemed to to help immensely, um, but I just think that Jota is really important.
1: I, th- I like we we like Jota a lot, right? And I mm-hmm. know he makes things. I mean, he came out like a house on fire when he first joined. And I think he's a the comparison's not going to work, but. He reminds me of a player who could play at Man City in that he likes to connect things, uh, but, and he's good at getting into goal scoring situations. Like, he would be great in a pre-Holland Man City, for 100%. example. Um, the way he, he kind of knits things together in the attack. But he's injury-prone, right? And and this this is where a lot of their problems lie, in that, you know, Konate, who came in, has been better. He's the most injured centre-back I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so, you know, th- these are... This this is can you trust this to be, you know, an important step in the season? I don't know because I can't trust these players to stay fit.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. What are Liverpool's next fixtures? Because um, they what like they are they're they're
1: not making it tough for Alex. Let's let's let's, let's let let's let that one go.
0: two <laughs> Well, I would agree with you, except that. The two clubs above them are Newcastle and Spurs, and we can't really trust them much either.
1: Yeah. Well, you can't trust Newcastle to score goals. You can trust them to keep them out for the most
0: part. Yes, but you can't draw your way into the top four at this point. It's not going to be <laughs> enough. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, And Spurs, like, we just can't get a handle on them. It's impossible. So I don't know. It's still, I think Liverpool still have a bit of a chance. It's just just a question of getting a run together, which they haven't been able to do all season. But they're not that far off it, really. It's a if, couple of wins. If,
1: if they do make it, I'll be so upset. Like, and you're, you're I'm sure enjoying
0: them in mid table,
1: aren't you? I really am. I. Re- it's like that season where they were really crapping and made it into into fourth. Annoyed me, and I I need them to be crappy because. Jude Bellingham cannot go there. He just—it would—it would destroy me if he went there. So I need them to be really, really trash.
0: <laughs> I, um, yeah, as I think we've discussed a couple of weeks ago, I'm not completely convinced that he won't join them anyway. But, uh, but we'll see. That might be total nonsense. Um, speaking of big clubs in mid-table, I know we mentioned the uh, the Chelsea defeat at the weekend previously, but my God, they were bad. I, so I told you on the last pod that I did, I wasn't backing Spurs to win that game because Spurs always lose to Chelsea, but Chelsea were horrendous, man. And we were laughing because Potter dropped all of the new signings basically and played all the people that were there already, oh, okay. like even, even Loftus cheek. And it still didn't, it still did not help at all. He tried
1: so hard. He's, he's, I'm, it's not working it's not coherent he's got players that clearly cannot play the system um that he's trying to remember that how like like the more i thought about this this right i was watching this game i was like wait he's he's trying to change formations mid game the way that he did it against brighton and they're and they're not understanding how to do it this is this is a it's a very interesting situation that he's found himself in. I don't know how he gets out of it.
0: Question for you: When when he loses his job, where do you think he ends up next? And I don't even need a specific club. I just need like a level.
1: Uh, mid-table Premier
0: League.
1: Hmm. I think. And and here's what I think. I think because it's Chelsea, and I think because he, of who he is, and the, like he won't get a big job, but there's still enough credit in the bank for what he did at Brighton that he would get like a, you know, Everton would call him and be like, hey, can you fix this? Or Southampton would call him if they stay <laughs> up. Or, you know, Leeds would even call him if they stay up. Or, you know what I mean? That kind of profile of club. And I think that would work for him. I think some people get into big clubs and they're like, nope, I only want I'd rather get a, have a big club for moving forward or I'd rather just die and do commentary. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think he'd be that interesting doing commentary. So I think this is no. like yeah, I'd definitely see him at a lower level club.
0: That's fair. I, I kind of feel like yeah, I kinda feel like any club from Yeah, any club outside the top six probably in the in the league. Probably any club. Would take him over who they have employed now, with a couple of exceptions like Thomas Frank and uh, yeah, basically Thomas Frank.
1: <laughs> Brantford would be a great club for him if Thomas Frank ever left. Moneyball, baby, you know, he loves True. him some moneyball,
0: he does love him some moneyball. Um, yeah, I just thought it was funny. I just thought Chelsea were, <laughs> were comically, comically bad. Um, what else happened on the weekend? Um, Leeds beat Southampton in that relegation derby. Arsenal nicked past Leicester 1-0. West Ham, we were talking about uh, whether Moyers would get sacked if he lost to Nottingham Forest and they smashed them 4-0. Pleased for Moyes?
1: I like Moyes. I'm always pleased for him. I, I really enjoyed you know, by the way, they're still in the conference league. eh? He can still win something.
0: Um, are so... they, who, they, who are they playing? Are they not? Let's see. They, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're against A.E.K. Larnaca.
1: Look, they'll smash them. Come on, now, they'll smash I them.
0: Uh, hang on, who the, Who is A.E.K. Larnica? Is um Greek Cypriot, something. They I'm are not gonna
1: pretend like I know.
0: Cypriot. All right.
1: This is a round of sixteen. I'm trying to see. Nice are in it. A.Z. Lazio. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> Some big boys, Uh, yeah. I was gonna give them oh, Fiorentina, okay. All right, it's tough, it's tough, but yeah, I just want Moise to win a trophy. I do, I think he's never won anything in his life. I think it's time, except for promotion, uh, promotion with Preston North End or something. But you know, it's 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 time,
0: it's time, yeah. It would be, of course, the first ghost ever to win a trophy, so that would be. (laughs) an achievement Um, yeah anyway good for them um, because they were really struggling to find anyone to replace him so now I'm glad they don't have to Um, City smashed Bournemouth 4-1 Phil Foden's back that's good news for Manchester City probably bad news for everyone else
1: yes Uh, horrible news as long as they use him right Um, Holland scored right I think
0: he did yeah yeah Um, that's a good question, though. Like, how would you use Foden? Because he's almost too talented and too... Uh, he has a lot of skills. You can play him almost anywhere.
1: It felt like beginning of the season, there was a Holland... Uh, what's his name? Holland and... um, What's his Foden. name? Yeah. Holland and Foden, uh, like, bro kind of Like, kind of created... And then mm. it kind of went away after England's World Cup. You know, like if basically, after World Cup, I was like, where is this guy? <laughs> so if it feels like that was an issue. And, and yeah. we'll see if it continues to be. Um, but, you know, I think I would use... I don't rate Grealish, really. And I understand why he's there. But I would still use Foden on the left and Mahrez... On the right, like I think one tippy-tappy player and one, you know, flare masterclass ninja is good, <laughs> and I always <laughs> prefer the the masterclass ninja guy. So,
0: I um, mean, it's a better description.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why, why it came to my head, I I cannot tell you.
0: Yeah, I'd rather be a a ninja than a flare tippy-tap whatever it was that you said. Um, <laughs> speak, actually, speaking of City wingers, in this case, a former City winger, there, there was um, some speculation that Sterling was unhappy at Chelsea and his agents come out and say, no, he's, he's really happy with the project and he wants to stay. Um, my question would be, like, why is he happy to stay beyond, I assume, he's on extremely good wages? But this just looks like a shambles. The club went out and bought Modric, six months after Sterling joined and Nkunku is coming in uh, Maduike is there to play on the right, ostensibly I, d- I don't really know what's going to keep Sterling there
1: uh, I'm not totally sure, well, well oh, I know the answer to this, where is he going?
0: Back to, no I was going to say back to Liverpool but no
1: I don't think he's going anywhere.
0: Milan? If they sell Liao? That'd be nice. Oh,
1: no. Nah. Do you think... Do you really see him as a continental player?
0: I kind of do, actually. You do? I think like, he's probably... do like you see sick. him
1: enjoying abroad?
0: Yeah. Well, okay. I see him... I see him being, like, fed up enough with england and the tabloids to want a break from it
1: fed up from the racismo of england and wants to entertain the racismo of italy
0: yeah let me try a different type of racismo (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna get it everywhere at this point yeah i don't know okay it's um, it's difficult, but then but then there are more English players, and and let's be frank about it, there are more young black English players in Italy now who seem to be having a pretty good experience. Like Tammy Abraham seems to very much be enjoying himself. Tamori is on record of how much he's enjoyed himself. So I think it's not quite what it was, perhaps. Um, but yeah, anyway, you're you're right that there are very limited options for him after this, but I'm just not... To know, I don't, I can't necessarily see this as a long term relationship.
1: I mean, they'll, they, one thing they need is they need leaders, right? I, I think they definitely need that. So they'd be smart to keep him around and give him a spot. But I've, I remember clearly, actually, I'm very curious about this. They're using Joao Felix because they have to, as a, as, um, uh, what's the word, as their false nine. Mm. what's wrong with Sterling as a false nine? I'm pretty sure I've seen that at City before.
0: It's not the worst idea. And I'll tell you what, because what Chelsea are doing, or at least what they've done in the last, I think two, maybe three games, is Havertz is actually the false nine and the falsest of nines. I mean, he's doing fucking nothing. And then, (laughs) and then Jao Felix as the nominal 10. And Felix is like getting on the ball a lot. Like he's looking lively. But mm-hmm. just the rest of the, the system is not functioning at all. So it's all kind of, it all goes to waste. Um, but if I was them, I would absolutely be looking to move Havertz on because we're, what, three years into the Havertz thing? I don't know what his position is. I don't know what his strengths are beyond like some vague sense of ram-deuterishness. And he's all right in the air because he's a lanky git.
1: I at mean, the end of the day, he won your Champions League. It's okay to, move, to say thank you. Peace. You, know, you don't ha- you don't have to deal with this anymore as far as, so I'm, w- I'm with you on that. He's mm. He's not lived up to it and I'm not completely sure it's his fault.
0: yeah, I'd agree with that. I don't think there's been a, a plan really at all for for, for him um, since he's come in he, he's lived through Lampard, he's lived through Tukelball. And now whatever the hell this experiment is. So yeah, I agree. He's also the kind of guy that Bayern Munich will buy. <laughs> which is oh, which is yeah. convenient.
1: Yeah. And then make it make it look like he's had a wonderful career. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of wonderful careers, uh, do you want to discuss Mbappe for a second?
1: Mm mm
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't remember how that song goes except for that part, but yeah. Well, uh, what else do you
0: need to know? <laughs> Hansen.
1: <laughs> uh, look, Kylian Mbappe, what's it, 200 odd goals, something like that?
0: He just passed 200 goals, yeah.
1: Does that make him the record goal scorer for PSG?
0: I would assume so. Uh, PSG, record all-time goal scorer. No, uh, he's joint with Cavani on 200, so he will be any minute now. Okay, okay. Uh, that's impressive, mate. That's like it's
1: impressive, and yet it's not at the same time. Because look, I don't care what anyone says, it is a bit of a farm over there, it's like the, the, the
0: League of Farmers,
1: and, but the thing is, the this it's looking more like a a farmer's league because of PSG. Like if PSG didn't exist, it'd be competitive and we'd be like, Oh, this is fun. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he wouldn't score as many goals because he doesn't have all these other people around him, but he'd still score a lot. So it's impressive. No doubt about it. There's an asterisk next to it as far as I'm concerned. Um, But you still have to give him the credit, especially for what he's done on the world cup and everything else. So, You know he's a legitimately generational talent, but those numbers are pretty mad.
0: Yeah, they they really are. They really are. And it's over two clubs. I mean, you do... I'm not saying this in a, like, can he do it on a cold whatever night, because France in the winter is bloody cold. Um, But you do want to see him tested in another league, I think. And so will he, surely, at some point. I mean, I think him in Spain would be ridiculous right now. He'd probably score even more than he scores in France. Um, Oh, yeah. So I do wonder if one day the, the Premier League will, will have to come calling one way or the other. Um, just quickly, mm-hmm. top five all-time scorers for PSG. I want to see if you can get the fifth one. So number one is Mbappe, joint mm-hmm. two, joint num- number two, Cavani. Three is Zlatan, four is Neymar. Who do you reckon number five is? Mm-hmm.
1: uh pauletta did you look that up no i did not that is very impressive sir i did not my screen is (laughs) supercars
0: i am very very impressed well done
1: you know what it i was like sonny anderson was he there and i was like ronaldinho i was really going through it and i was like george where but then then i remembered Paletta was PSG for years, long time. <laughs> <laughs> he was literally all they had for so it's long. True.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's true, uh, man. I remember that guy struggling for Portugal in international tournaments and wondering, like, how is he smashing it <laughs> Liga?
1: And he was the only striker they had. Yeah, like they could not create a striker for a life of them. So it was like
0: him and Nuno Gomes, but like even he yeah. wasn't convincing. Yeah, Nuno know Gomes. No, 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 no. <laughs> he always looked like a Foo Fighter to, to me. I think it was the hair. Seriously, yeah. But,
1: yeah. I'm 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 um, I'm glad that I got that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have made my night if I got that. Um, speaking of uh, strikers, Ivan Tony <clears throat> allegedly has. Well, there are conflicting reports. He said he he apparently released a statement saying he was confused as to why any information would come out because the whole process is supposed to be confidential, but he seems to have accepted hundreds of charges against him about the betting.
1: Yeah. He needed to accept that because man, you were going to go to jail for two years, bro. <laughs> like at least this way he might get like, he's going to get a ban. I'm pretty sure it's the question is, is it six months? Is it
0: a year? I think at this point. Hmm. I so hang on. Like, what would he have gone to? Sir, uh, what would he have potentially been jailed is,
1: for? Is it wait? Is this illegal? What he's doing? I guess that's. It's the not question illegal to asking.
0: make bets. It's just like it's a conflict of interest to make bets if you're a footballer, if you're betting on football.
1: Why do I think this was illegal? I've been I've been making jokes for like
0: six months that he's going to jail. <laughs> I think he's just going to get suspended. I, there has been some reporting, though, that like he wants to get this done and out of the way now so that the ban in, will start and include the summer. And that seems weird to me. I'm like, why would they allow the ban to include the summer months when there's no football? It doesn't make any sense.
1: I'm so disappointed that he's not going to jail. I'm still not past that. <laughs> That's incredibly rude. <laughs> But then again, if that is true, that that it's like it could be like a couple months ban, and then he's because for the record, like remember Real Ferdinand's ban? It wasn't games; it was nine months. That's true. So this could be a similar thing in that respect, and if it is, maybe I my my dream of signing him is not gone.
0: Sorry. So, simultaneously, you would quite like him to go to jail, but also join Manchester United.
1: Well, I wanted him to go to jail only for the fact that, like, I was thinking about him going to jail. <laughs> not, and, like, I've been talking about it in jest. Now that that's not the case, and I'm wrong, like, I've always said I like Ivan Tony. <laughs> that is true. So, if it's a matter of, like, Four months shoot, bro. Like, do it over the summer. Come back, come join us. Vout Red Horse, five million on the bench. I'm good, I'm eating good at that point. So, I'm ready. Uh, But the question is, can he stop
0: betting? (laughs) Doesn't seem like it, does it?
1: No, it doesn't. It doesn't, and that's the issue.
0: Might just have to have one of those things that, like. Shocks you if you try to do anything, you know, like a little zapper. Yeah, <sighs> Ivan Tony, well done, mate. Well done. What, what a character! The the league needs people like this, you know, honestly, it really does. Um, speaking of people like this, you see, Jose Mourinho got sent off the other day as Roma lost 2 1 to Cremonese. <laughs>
1: I, did, I saw that they lost, and I celebrated, but I didn't see that he got sent off. Yeah. Um. Well done, Jose, because you're still... Oh, they're close still. Oh, I keep thinking they're out of the running for a Champions League spot, but they're close.
0: Unfortunately not. Yeah, they're doing all right. I mean, not not brilliant. Basically, Dabala's keeping them in it. But uh, mm. yeah, you never like to see Lazio top four, though. That's not very nice. Yeah,
1: No. And then they they might sign Sterling if they do that. So, no, not very nice at all.
0: <laughs> Juventus, though, after their 15-point deduction, four out of the last five they've won. They're actually uh, doing quite well at the moment, which is which is quite funny. They, I mean, they would be smashing it. They'd be pretty much in the title race had they not had that point deduction. So Has it already kicked in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They dropped down to mid-table, and now they're back up to seventh. What? I thought I thought they were still
1: like battling that thing in like court or something.
0: I mean, they are, but in the meantime, they were deducted fifteen points. So if I put fifteen points onto their tally, they would have fifty points. Yeah, so they'd be second by three points.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, I mean, wow! That would still be fifteen points shy of Napoli, which is which is good, but. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be in the Champions League next year. So that
1: would mean that um, this guy's doing a good job then?
0: Seems like it at the moment. Mm-hmm. But they also can't afford to sack him, as we know. So I'm not sure it matters whether he is or isn't. In fact, the 15-point deduction might be the best thing that ever happened to Allegri. Because now it's not his fault. That's true. And
1: and you know they... they they didn't want to sack him because they can't afford to put him on on um, what's it called? gardening leave? Gardening leave. So this gives them an excuse. Say, hey guys, we're shit because they put this ban on us. Give us a year to figure it out. I, I see the vision. I see the vision.
0: Yeah, yeah. I actually really rate the gardening leave system. I th- I think it's really good. <laughs> it's like you know, keep keep paying them a little bit. Keep them at home. They can't sign for anyone else. And you can bring them back if in case you need them. It's great.
1: I, I think I like it as well. Yeah. I mean, I would love to be a manager in Italy because of gardening, gardening leave.
0: But... Yeah. You can just do the same job like nine times. There are definitely managers who've, who've done it. With the clubs Remember, like yeah. Genoa and like Cagliari or whatever, they just bring the same like three blokes back.
1: Remember Gasper, like He was on gardening leave forever.
0: It was yeah. amazing. I mean, Spal sacked Daniele De Rossi like last week. And then yesterday Mm -hmm. I saw that they were thinking about bringing him back. (laughs) (laughs) It's great stuff. Uh, Love it. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's about it for now. Um, I think so. So we'll leave it there and uh, back in a bit.